Suzanne Hunter bringing you the world of arts and entertainment in Surrey and beyond on Brooklyn's radio. This is Suzanne Hunter's World of Arts and Entertainment review for Cinderella at Dorking Halls, brought to us and produced by Dorking Halls themselves and Enchanted Entertainment. Now I have to say, when it comes to creating a festive welcome, few do it better than Dorking Halls. There's a Christmas cosiness to the centre of this lovely venue and the audience are always ready to enjoy themselves. Now, the scenic backcloth is a magical introduction to Cinderella. Pastel blue, shimmering and twinkling, almost as much as the kiddies' festive glow sticks as supplied by the busy merchandise store. Now, the sets are super special with ever-pretty pastel shades, as well as brilliant blue and gold sets and costumes in the ballroom. Now, setting us up for a great sing-along is, of course, a fabulous band in the pit, bringing us some foot-stomping anthems from everyone, from Diana Ross, a particular favourite of this show, to Pat Benatar, Queen and much more. Now, right from the get-go, Cinderella, Cinders is belting out good and proper. Now, I say if you prefer singers to be more lyrical and emotive and able to act a song, then this panto probably isn't for you. However, if you want punchy, powerful songs that knock you about the head and show off the singer's vocal prowess, then you'll love it. Now, as one-fourth of the musical theatre group Calabro, often referred to in the pantomime as various boy bands by the Ugly Sisters, much to our amusement, you can imagine Matt Pagan has a powerful voice indeed. Fans of Britain's Got Talent will remember him winning and indeed will love his performance, I'm sure. For me, Matt isn't your charming Prince Charming. Uh, he's, He's Prince Calabro as indeed he is called, uh, he's a very likeable prince. He's not a conventionally good-looking prince who woos with looks and an impressive physique. It's plain to see that he uses his powerful voice as a weapon to woo Cinderella. And boy, can he hold those long notes. To this end, the, audi- the acting is rather a footnote in preference to packing this panto jam full of songs. When the audience at Dorking are so sweet and ready to embrace entertainment, it, I felt it was a shame that they were denied more laughs playing for laughs but struggling to get them was the replacement for Thursday afternoon show Alex James Allison I believe his name was um, they, they gave it over the tannoy um, he's covering the massive role of buttons for Wayne Dibby Rollins who I feel it was written for some of the comic business and the jokes I can imagine him really going for that fortunately Alice was gabbling a lot of the gags so a lot were lost or they simply died on the floor He had energy, there's no denying it, but I think it's just a case of more confidence to wait for the laughs. This goes for most of the cast. The comic business was rushed, as were most of the scenes. The dancing was lovely, obviously a very young cast of all sort of um, school children upwards, and yeah, the choreography was was nicely done. I say they they need to relax generally, the actors, the main cast, and as I say, dare I say, milk it more, particularly the comical characters. Now, stepping in to rev things up a notch were Mercedes and Portia, otherwise known as the Ugly Sisters or the Hard Up Sisters, and they were played deliciously by Paul Lawrence, Tom- Lawrence Thomas and Bell- Del Bell Haynes. I'll say that again, Paul Lawrence Thomas and Del Bell Haynes. Now, I really adored their colourful outlandish costumes, which they treated us to in each scene, and the impossibly long stocking, because some of the old gags are the best gags. They played really well off each other, and they did have some of the best lines of the script. The script in itself was, you know, saggy at times, really. Could have been a bit some sharper. Uh, but, you know, they did deliver some deliciously cutting, catty one-liners. Uh, a great one about Meghan and Harry as well. Keeping it political. Now, there wasn't really enough audience engagement engineered from the cast, I felt. They, 
But when they did, the Dorking crowd, they couldn't wait to get involved and the kids were screaming at the top of their voices, barking and hollering behind you, which is great to hear. An example of a small part making a big impact, bit of a scene stealer, was our abominable snowman. Little tiny spoiler there for you. Spooking, Buttons, Dandini and the Ugly Sisters. Really great to hear the kids getting involved with that. Now, someone who really did engage and get the audience in the palm of her hands right from the get-go was our sparkling fairy godmother, who waves her magic wand and leaves the kids spellbound. Speaking in rhyming couplets, she enchanted the children throughout. So it's no surprise to know that Jane Ogilvie has appeared in many pantos previously and musicals, and she has another powerful voice. Now, no ballroom would be complete without a reference to Strictly Come Dancing, and I love the quirky stop-start of the different dance styles. Of course, you can expect gags galore alluding to balls for the adults and cheeky jokes for the children to enjoy too. Add to that the glorious song The Perfect Year, um, originally from Sunset Boulevard, but uh, covered by Dina Carroll, Between the Prince and Cinders, which talks of not needing a crowded ballroom, everything I need is here, and you've got the magical ballroom set scene is set. Of course, a wonderful costume as well for Cinders. Now, whilst the chocolate bar scene was clever, all in all, I'd like to have seen more comic business and for the cast to just, you know, relax and enjoy it, have a little bit of a twinkle and just play a bit more. It did sag at times, but but it does have magic, moments of magic for the kids and we all love to see a happy ending, don't we? Now, because there are a few dates left for Cinderella, it runs until the 28th of December, so get in your pumpkin and head to Dorking Halls. To book ahead, go to www.dorkinghalls.co.uk. And that was Suzanne Hunter's World of Arts and Entertainment review for Cinderella at the Dorking Halls. Suzanne Hunter bringing you the world of arts and entertainment in Surrey and beyond on Brooklyn's Radio.